We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. Welcome to the weekend and welcome to Second Amendment Radio of the Great Outdoors. Mark Cox here along with, of course, Bo Matthews and Carl Middleman. Happy to have you along this weekend. And boy, we we got lots to cover here, not only Second Amendment-wise, but, you know, I'm I'm a camper. I've been a camper my whole life, but I had a little hiatus there in the middle of it. And recently, we've gotten back into it. And if you enjoy camping, you're going to love today's show, Bo. Mark, uh, did you ever, were you ever like a big tent camper? Like, oh, I'm a tent camper. I'll never, I'll never get in an RV before. I hated tent camping. It's awful. <laughs> Me too. It. Continue to hate it. Backaches. Uh, the, the smell. Fact that, well, the fact that you wake up sometimes once the sun has hit the tent and you suddenly Ugh. feel like you're in a sauna. I've just never, <laughs> never enjoyed tent camping, which my son really, as an Eagle Scout, makes fun of me for all the time. I think I, I enjoyed it as a kid in the backyard, but to do it like real tent, uh, we did it on a float trip, on a two-day float trip down <laughs> in the 11 Point River. It was the worst experience. We had no battery-operated lights of any kind. I wake up in the middle of the night with that dry mouth because, of course, we've been, you know, having oh, a cocktail yeah, or two sure. yeah, all yeah. day long. <laughs> and and I, I and I'm not I'm not a big beer drinker unless it's 100 degrees and I'm mowing my grass. But in the middle of the night, I wake up. I'm feeling around the cooler. I find the cooler. I'm so thankful. I can barely breathe. I can barely swallow. I open the cooler, pull out a can. I'm thinking, ooh, it's going to be a root beer. <laughs> Cracked it open beer oh man it was the worst i think i cracked over six or seven of them to get to a soda um anyway this segment is brought to you by razorback armory my friends jesse and brad over at razorback armory have the ar shooters pack for 850 dollars plus tax this is worth well over 1100 the firearm it's got the cleaning stuff it's got the the uh, the sig romeo 5 red dot optic on it it's got a a, a a case you can carry your your firearm to the range with ear and eye protection everything go see razorback armory start at razorbackarmory.com for directions but it's right there in the pair on manchester ask for the ar shooters pack yeah probably a good segue there uh uh, Bo, to what's happened this week in America that we kind of need to talk about. And that is a, in my opinion, full-on assault on the Second Amendment. Um, and, and here's how they do it. They, they, they're they very strategic in the way they've approached this. For, for, the, for the a lot of the progressive uh, politicians in this country, this has been an agenda item for many, many years. They, they never agreed with the Heller court decision. 
Um, they have wanted to see the court overturn it. Instead, the court strengthened it. Uh, that is the individual right to keep and bear arms and the fact that it shall not be infringed, and that drives them crazy. So when you have horrible tragedies committed by madmen, as in uh, what happened in, in uh, Buffalo and what happened in Uvalde, Texas, they, they try to use that to their advantage. Well, they hold congressional hearings where they bring in the victims who are crying into the microphone and they try to wring as much emotion out of it uh, as they can. And they did it this week with Matthew McConaughey, the actor, all right, all right, all right, that everybody loves to love in the movies, and they brought him into the White House press briefing room to put on an act for everybody. Play it. So while we honor and acknowledge the victims, we we need to recognize that this time, it seems that something is different. There is a sense that perhaps there's a viable path forward. Responsible parties in this debate seem to at least be committed to sitting down and having a real conversation about a new and improved path forward. A path that can bring us closer together and make us safer as a country. A path that can actually get something done this time. Yeah, Bo, I don't, you know, I don't doubt that that's what Matthew McConaughey thinks. Uh, he's obviously an excellent speaker because it's what he does for a living. Um, he's an actor. He's he's an actor, but but I don't know what's different this time when it comes to impacting something that's written into the Constitution for a reason. I'm a no unless you can prove to me somehow it would have prevented what just happened and red flag laws and stronger background checks and all the thing they've talked about this week, limiting magazine capacity. None of that would have changed what happened in Uvalde, Texas. And although law enforcement was in the building, the, the timing of it was as horrifying that the, the shooter was in there for 45 minutes or whatever, let's think about what stopped that attack or any of these other attacks that go on. It was a law-abiding gun owner that took down the bad guy. Eventually, and it, yeah. It, it, eventually, no, it took time, obviously. But you even had the Border Patrol guy who was uh, getting a haircut. And uh, and he didn't he he was off duty, so he didn't have a firearm with him. Got his uh, his barber's shotgun and, and headed right to the school. Again, a law-abiding gun owner. I agree with you. I listened to the press conference, thinking I was going to listen to uh, the entire press conference with the new uh, uh, press secretary because I haven't heard of end-to-end one yet. So that's why I tuned in that day. And then all of a sudden, here's Matthew McConaughey. He sells he sells cars. He's a great actor. People love him. They endear him. This is his hometown. So I understand why it cuts deep and his description of the shoes that were oh, the yeah. identifying mark for the one little, little girl carl, carl you have that audio right there because it's it's very touching my day wore green high top converse with a heart she had hand drawn on the right toe because they represented her love of nature camilla's got these shoes can you show these shoes please wore these every day green converse with a heart on the right toe These are the same green converse on her feet that turned out to be the only clear evidence that could identify her after the shooting. How about that? See, and it it paints a picture. And he he does it well, and it's horrible that this is the details because nobody knows what happened inside those classrooms or the investigation that followed. Um, But to me, this is Hollywood and government coming together to push a narrative, and that really bothers me. It really bothers me. And, and he's a law-abiding gun owner, too. Right. So that's what right. shocked me. Right. right. I understand the emotion of it. As a parent, you can't, you can't avoid the emotion of it. 
Uh, but again, somebody armed with four revolvers could have gone in and done just as much damage, or four semi-automatic handguns, or or you. I, I mean, the 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 point in Washington of narrowing it all down to this scary black rifle, the 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 fact that they think more background checks might have helped, but this kid bought the thing illegally. I mean, right. legally, there was nothing in his background that would have prevented him from buying it. Uh, universal background checks wouldn't have prevented him from buying it. Uh, I, I just don't... I, when it comes to the emotion of it, stop trying to play me. Uh, you're not going to restrict my Second Amendment rights because you've decided that you've had a 20-year-long agenda to restrict gun rights, and this is your opportunity to do it. To me, this is, unfortunately, politicians taking advantage of a good crisis. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen. I think there'll be some weak-kneed Republicans, but I don't think there'll be 10 of them uh, if ultimately in the Senate to get that done. And that's a good thing, honestly. It, it's not about hunting rights. It's an uncomfortable conversation. But when they wrote the Second Amendment, they weren't talking about deer hunting. And and it's uncomfortable, but at the end of the day, that's what you have to get back to on this argument. Uh, you know, primarily, it's uh, I use uh, the Second Amendment for my safety and my family's safety, but I do enjoy the shooting sports. It's part yes. of the Olympics, for crying out loud. Um, but you have to look at what's going on to the north of us, the northern border um, and Canada, because they they have no Second Amendment. They nope. have no Second Amendment, and they're just they're just tearing away and and changing these laws. It 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 would surprise me. Uh, if gun sales right now, they always used to say uh, President Obama was the greatest gun, you know, gun salesman. Then that moved on to Trump because it was getting scary and what they were doing. And now here we are. I, I bet gun stores like Razorback or the Range or who I, I bet they are slammed right now because who knows what could happen? Well, who knows what could happen? Who knows what could happen with magazine capacity? And then the round. They seem to be focusing all their ire on the the, the round use, a two two three or a 5.56 in most of these AR platforms. There's going to be a run on that because people will, will be afraid that the next thing they're going to do is try to ban the ammunition for the guns right. that are out there if they manage to get a ban on the production of new ones. So there, or just there's the a, taxing. Right. There's a stated goal here on their part to limit access to that, and uh, I don't think they're going to stop uh, anytime soon. Stand I, up. I think we make can sure all agree. Uh, strengthening our schools. Yes. Uh, you know, I, I heard something the other day. I think it was Colin Noir, if you've ever uh, listened to him. Uh, he was talking about after 9-11, they put the, the, the secure doors on the cockpits of the planes. Why are we not doing that in every school that doesn't have that already? It's a good point. And and the mayor of St. Louis brought up the other day about uh, the schools in the city of St. Louis, and I think unwittingly it, it made my point for me. When's the last time you heard about a shooting in, in a school in the city of St. Louis? You know why? They'll have metal detectors. You can't get in the school without going through a single entry point and a metal detector. So we do need to harden these schools. That's a conversation that's uncomfortable, but definitely one that uh, that we have to have. Coming up, uh, we are going to shift our focus here from the Second Amendment to the great outdoors. Imagine that. Do you like that segue? Well, pretty good. Smart good. move. <laughs> so uh, we're we're going to talk about camping and the fact that it appears these high gas prices and all that are not slowing down the summer camping craze this year. Uh, we're going to talk to the folks from the Gateway RV Dealers Association coming up on Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors.
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseballs and boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. On the road again Just can't wait to get on the road again it is Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. My name is Bo Matthews. That is Big Fish right there. That's Mark Cox. <laughs> I, I will that. never you know live what? that down, will I? No, there's nothing to live down. Oh. I just love nicknames. And people have even uh, texted me since last week's reveal of your nickname and said, Hey, uh, when are you and uh, Big Fish going to be doing the show again? I'm like, we do it every Thursday. <laughs> you know, so I'm just thinking about that. If I If I had been lucky enough to get a pilot slot... When I was in uh, the Air Force ROTC, maybe that could have been my call sign. Oh, like think? Top Gun? Mark Big Fish Cox. That would have been sweet. Oh. Wouldn't it have been nice? Maverick, Goose, <laughs> Rooster. Yeah, that big a- fish. Air show going on this weekend. Of course, a lot of people probably attending that. The crowds are just massive. And um, see, it's just going to be fantastic. Fantastic weekend for all Leave of that. early. Yeah. Leave early. Uh, and go see. And go see Top Gun Maverick first get, to get into it. <laughs> and, and here's the thing: before we get to our guest, I got to talk to one of the pilots for the uh, plane number seven. If you're going to the air show, and uh, the lieutenant who I was talking to, I just asked him. I, you know, I'm. I said, I'm sure I'm not the first one that's asked you this, but what did you think about Top Gun? And he yeah, goes, yeah. Oh, I just watched it the other day with all my buddies, my my fellow pilots, and we loved it. He said it was very true. Uh, to form. I love the fact that they didn't use a blue screen on any of it. We do all yeah. those maneuvers. He was talking about, I don't, I don't want no spoilers, but the where they flip over the top of the mountaintop. We do that all the time. I'm not sure that the mission was really realistic. <laughs> you mean <the> story? <laughs> but, but he said, that said, they handled it all very well. And he goes, you know, the, the low level flying and all that stuff. He goes, we do all that. So. You know what, Mark? I also heard an interview with a uh, Top Gun instructor, an actual interview, and he saw it. And and actually, the original uh, Top Gun is why he got into flying. And he went to see it. He says, of course, there was a little bit here, a little bit there that was, you know, fluffed for Hollywood. But he goes, he really enjoyed it. So... (laughs) It's legit. It's legit, man. So whatever you're getting out doing, maybe you're planning 
to go camping because it would oh, be yeah. great weather for that right now, wouldn't it? Yeah, th- this segment, uh, we're going to devote to tent campers. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's so crazy. Who does that anymore unless you're in your backyard or your parents' house? Uh, a buddy of mine, Warren Patton, is the president of the Midwest Gateway RV Dealers Association. And I had a visit with him just a couple of weeks ago. And he's such a great guy and, and a, a family, a Byerly RV. Everybody knows that name. Uh, Warren's stories are just as good as his dad's. And uh, Warren, welcome to Second Amendment. Welcome back to Second Amendment Radio on the Great Outdoors. How are you, sir? All right. Thanks for having me, Bo. Thanks for having me, Mark. Appreciate yeah. it. Great to it have was, you on. It was great to it was great to see you a couple of weeks ago. You know, Mark. I actually uh, I t- I asked him. I said, you know, are you the are you like the plumber with the leaky toilet or the electrician with the faulty you know <laughs> switch in your house? Uh, do you get to go RVing? And Warren is actually ready to set sail very soon on a family trip. Tell us about uh, what you're going to be doing, Warren. Well, actually, yeah, we're kind of we're kind of in the middle of it uh, at the moment. We uh, we took a, a motorhome out, uh, went through some campgrounds on the way down to uh, Florida. We stayed in uh, stayed in Nashville, just outside Nashville, at a very uh, cool campground with a little beach on the lake, and then uh, found a little place uh, in a very very nice campground uh, that's a Margaritaville campground outside Atlanta, uh, and then a couple other places. And we're about to head to a uh, an island on the beach uh, in Florida, in between, uh, you know, just south of uh, Tampa, a little bit. So we're gonna we're having a little family vacation, just my wife, my daughter, and me. Wow, that that sounds fantastic. In fact, I have to tell you, Warren, a little personal note here. My wife is actually in Florida right now with our camper, and I'm flying down to meet her in a, in a week or so. And I was <laughs> I was at crazy. I was at Byerly the other day, uh, getting some propane and buying some stuff that I needed. And you guys were serving free lunch when I was there that day. You were barbecuing, <laughs> and I got a hamburger and some uh, some some <laughs> potato salad. It was fantastic. So I'm a I'm a customer as well as a fan of Byerly. So that's great. That's awesome. Great to hear. Uh, and, you know, when, when you get down towards the ocean and into those campgrounds, because I've looked around, I mean, you know, a lot of people look at real estate down there. Are the are the cost for the pad that you stay on or the site that you stay on, are they like that that really expensive or is it doable? I, I think it's I think it's feasible. And I think one of the things that you'll find is that there's different prices for a lot of different ones. I mean, we uh, even on the way down uh, the campground in. Uh, outside Nashville was a little bit more expensive than the very, very nice park that was just outside Atlanta. And sometimes it just depends on that park's demand or that park's, you know, setups or what they feel that they can charge in the area. You don't know how many parks in the area, and there's a lot of parks in Florida. Uh, so you're going to find some other areas there. So it just, just may depend slightly on the season. It's it's a little bit kind of off-season right now. Yeah. You know, you don't think about that in Florida, but for camping down here, my wife was panicking a little bit on like, oh, we'll never make reservations. You waited too long. And in reality, we had a lot of time to make reservations coming down here because most people are here in the winter. It's true. And yeah. so we're kind of in the warmer season when you're down by the beach. So if you're heading in the summer, you probably have some availability and the cost is probably down. It's technically their off season. Little, uh, yeah, little inside baseball. Um, we, we try federal parks. Uh, U.S. parks and also state parks, and you can often find really great deals. The prices are sometimes uh, more reasonable at those parks uh, than they are some of the private uh, spots. Absolutely, oh, yeah. absolutely, yeah. And 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 that and the most important thing is that there's a lot of different people. Don't there's just not like a one size. Just like there's not a one size fits all RV, 
there's not a one size fits all campground. There's so many different variations, even sometimes at the same campgrounds, you might have a gravel spot and then drive a little bit in the same park and you've got a paved spot a little bit deeper, a little bit wider, might have a patio. And so there's different options at each park as well. Yeah. You, you know, yeah, Bo, that's, that's really cool. Bo, I'll have, I'll have to say for, for me, Going to down to Byerly, like to buy something for my camper, is like me uh-huh. going into my favorite gun store to get an accessory because I always see right. something new that I'd rather have. That's that's the that's <laughs> the danger you always run into when you go down there. Something there's always something a little bigger or a little better than what you've got. And uh, boy, you guys have got a a lot full down there at Byerly right now, Warren. We do, we do. Uh, you know, one of the things is we do have a a very wide selection just to start with because we're usually carrying everything from we got little tiny 2,000-pound campers all the way up to the big diesel pushers. And, you know, the industry carries all that, but not every dealer is in every segment like that. So, one, we're blessed with having a lot of different manufacturers to, to purchase from and a lot of different sections. But uh, the, the industry demand uh, and inventory situation has changed slightly, and a lot of the stuff that they got delayed building last year because of parts they couldn't get, they were able to get out to dealers lots right now. So it's, it's kind of the perfect time to shop for a lot of customers, uh, most dealers, you know, your your dealers, local dealers in the St. Louis area, they have inventory available. Uh, they have a great selection. They have a better selection than they've had the last couple of years. So it's almost a perfect time to shop. Warren Patton is our guest. He's the president of the Midwest Gateway RV Dealers Association and owner of Byerly RV. Uh, it is a mecca of RVs out there. I, I actually took kind of a tour of the place, Mark, and it was fantastic. You do have everything from that little teardrop thing with uh, no bathroom, but you can just kind of sleep in that. You can pull with probably a smart car all the way up to the big diesel pushers, as you mentioned. But, Mark, the thing that shocked me the most, because, of course, we all look at headlines and talking about EV, I asked Warren, I said, so are we going to ever have an EV RV? And uh, the fifth wheel that he showed me runs on battery a lot of the time. Warren, do you want to talk about that real quick? Yeah, so so one of the things that we've seen uh, really kind of uh, push forward before a lot of the timeline that people thought. We thought we were going to see a lot of uh, not just the engine stuff, which we know is coming, but also just the fully ability to use electric without having generators or any other power sources in RVs because you have 12-volt and 110, and they're kind of, you know, often some appliances work off this, some appliances work off, off the other stuff. And what we're really finding is uh, due to generator shortages and other things that happened during the pandemic, a lot of manufacturers have accelerated their development of solar uh, and lithium oh, yeah. batteries. And so now you have, uh, you know, 40-foot fifth wheels that actually can be fully functional without plugging in, just full with batteries. You can run <laughs> your air conditioners. And we're talking two air conditioners, you know, a lot of power. Plus, you got household refrigerators and all these. So what we're starting to see is beyond just the, you know, really high-end, you know, Mercedes chassis that are electric that will be coming down the line in the next couple of years. Yeah. You're starting to get the actual RVs that are fully functional uh, on a 12-volt lithium system, you know, that, that has an inverter to run everything on the 110 side as well. That's pretty cool so because, cool. you know, if you're boondocking or something like that, that really comes in handy. It's going to change the dynamic of the industry because I think, you know, for years uh, we had this perception, customers had a perception that you could almost take these anywhere without having to plug in. We really, I think, I think uh, dealers and manufacturers had to do a lot of just qualifications saying, okay, yes, but you need to make sure, you know, your 12-volt system, which is the heart of any RV, right. you know, most problems originate in a low battery. 
almost all problems, bad motor issues with slides, almost everything starts with it's probably low voltage. And uh, the ability to actually have people go out and dry camp the way that they thought they could 10, 20 years ago with with these systems that will actually and, and to, to have the solar on top to keep fulfilling the system, yeah. uh, to have these big lithium packs, uh, it's going to change the dynamic and I think give customers what they're really looking for uh, in an RV, and that's the ability to go anywhere. Totally. Uh, you know, I do I do want to bring up uh, just the three of us here talking, Warren Patton, Big Fish, Mark Cox, and myself. Uh, you're, my, I, I was thinking last night about my favorite RV story, and I flew out to Colorado to see my father. He had a little pop-up tent, uh, not a pop-up tent, a pop-up camper, just, I mean, like six foot wide, and, and that was about it. It was just It was just two of us that could fit in it. We go to the Pines Campground. If you've ever traveled south of Denver, there's a big, huge, giant sign that says the Pines. We go there. We, we set up the camp. And the place had a little pool, a little teeny pool, like the size of my office here. And <laughs> it was hot. And so my dad's like, hey, let, let's go over to the pool. And so I, he cracks a beer. I crack a root beer. And we go over to the pool. And I get in the water. And I'm sitting there on the edge talking to him. And, uh, and we're just visiting back and forth because you couldn't swim, couldn't do a belly flop. And all of a sudden, something or somebody's pulling my leg, and I turn around, and it's my best friend from Minnesota that I go to school with every single day, and he was in the same campground unplanned at all. And that was one of my favorite <laughs> memories of camping, and and that's what camping in RV is really about. It's about the stories. Mark, do you, you had a, of course, you had an epic uh, trip last year. Uh, any any RV stories that pop into your mind? Well, it's just you know, c- constantly you show up at a campground and you find somebody you got something in common with. That that's the great thing about it. Everybody's kind of like minded, and I'm sure Warren has experienced the same thing as you're traveling uh, across the country. You end up talking to somebody maybe who's in the RV business, or you you find somebody else who was in the the media business. I mean, it just it the the mix of people that you meet. When you travel in these RVs, is is just amazing. Something you never get in a hotel environment. Totally, that's, that's absolutely true. And I and I think that's the experience that when you really get in and you start talking to our customers, you start talking to our employees who go out to the campgrounds too, uh, our employees who wear our logo shirts and then have everybody asking questions while they're <laughs> while they're at the campground. Uh, you know, because they're the experts in our and our goal is always to make our customers the experts in the campground uh anyway we want we want our customers to be those people who are you know that everybody comes up to says oh yeah how does this work (laughs) but the uh there's so much community there because you're right you're right by each other uh everybody's outside you know it's not like a hotel room you're not inside the hotel room you know you're you're right next to each other you're outside you might need something because you're cooking you know you might have (laughs) forgot forgot how (laughs) yeah no kidding forgot something for your grill or whatever and then you go ask the neighbor and and everybody meets each other the kids are running around and i think that's those are the stories that our customers and and the rvers really really truly love and that's what they love about the experience of that community aspect of it so so warren just uh, back to rvs in general um everybody's focused on inflation and gas prices and all of that. I just recently traveled to Ohio and back uh, to St. Louis, and my wife, as I mentioned, is actually on a trip right now where I'm going to fly down and join them. She has not noticed a decrease in the amount of traffic on the roads. People don't seem to be letting that stop them from their summer vacations. You know, and, and an interesting thing that we've been keeping a tab on, we're noticing the same thing. Uh, rentals uh, is a huge indicator for us because we have a big rental business, but we also have a group. Uh, we have a, a partnership with a bunch of dealers around the country that we know 
And really what we have seen is that the demand for rentals has not fallen off at all. Nice. Uh, even in the early wave of kind of gas prices going up, there were no cancellations. Uh, in fact, demand is stronger than it's even been the last couple of years. Uh, and so it's been an interesting dynamic to follow because it seems like people are, are not necessarily dissuaded. They're going to go out. They're going to go spend time with the family. They've already allocated the money to spend. And so they're going to go, going to go enjoy it. And, uh, you know, I think that's, I think that's admirable for, for a lot of people. I think it's even happening, uh, even in the sales aspect of it too. People are out there, uh, on our way down, on the way down to Florida, uh, nothing stopped the traffic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the no kidding. Warren, I, I, do wa- <laughs> I do want to put out there uh, as well that uh, something I learned at our last visit uh, was that uh, the, the financing of RVs stretches out like a home mortgage almost. It's like it goes 20 years. So if anybody's been, you know, you know, saying, oh, I don't have the money to buy an RV, the financing options uh, that uh, Byerly and a lot of the dealers have is going to shock you uh, to bring the prices down on a monthly basis. But as you continue to write your camping story and your RV, Warren, uh, I didn't realize you were on your trip. I wouldn't have bothered you. But uh, thank you so much for joining <laughs> us on uh, Second Amendment Radio on the Great Outdoors. Oh, no problem at all. Thank you for having me. And I'm, I'm happy to talk RVs anytime you guys want to. Absolutely. Okay. I'll, I'll look you up the next time I'm down at Byerly buying supplies. How about that? <laughs> Absolutely. You mean the, un- <laughs> the unbreakable wine glass. That's what you're going after. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right, Warren, have a safe trip. And uh, coming up on Second Amendment Radio on the Great Outdoors, a friend of mine that I learned of, I've known her for years, but I didn't realize she lives full-time in her RV as a camp host. And so we're going to talk to Sandy Joe coming up next on Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors and what her dream life is all about next. Stay right there. just can't wait to get on the road again. The life I love is making music with my friends. Oh my goodness, that Carl Middleman, he must be drinking homemade moonshine. Yeah, don't put anything what is this, past Carl? him. What is hello, this? Mother. <laughs> oh, hello, hello, father. Oh, the camp. Camp Granada. That's it. <laughs> I haven't so, heard this song since I was a teenager. It's, it's obviously awesome. the great outdoors and the Second Amendment, and today we're really focusing on the great outdoors. And, you know, as, as people... Uh, kind of getting back into camping. We bought it. We bought. We're on our second camper now in the past two years. I have to tell you, one thing that I've appreciated going to these state parks uh, and these campgrounds is that there's always a camp host there who can often take care of problems or answer questions if you get there after hours or there's something else going on. So I'm thrilled to introduce uh, our next guest, who is Sandy Joe uh, Gaynor. She and her husband act as camp hosts at a variety of uh, different uh, state parks uh, around the, well, not just in Missouri, but uh, I guess in Tennessee and Florida. Sandy Joe, welcome into the program. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So uh, you have to tell us, uh, how did you decide to do this? Is it Was it part of your retirement plan? Did you just kind of uh, trip into it? How did you become camp hosts? Well, my friends will tell you that I've been saying it my whole life. Uh, our Both our parents, my husband and myself's parents, raised us camping. Yeah. And we raised our daughters camping from the time they were born. And it's just somewhere that we've always felt that we belonged. 
So my what, biggest what, deal what, growing up was trying to figure out how to get paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Genius. Nice. Uh, Sandy, Sandy, Joe, thanks for joining us. Um, uh, so at what point did you realize there was a job out there that would pay you to be a camp host? Well, we knew it most of our lives growing up. And actually, oh, okay. like uh, we've discussed before, it's not monetary payment. You don't get money. But however, our cost of living is completely taken care of by the state parks that we work in. So we knew it going into it. It was just a matter of making the jump. Yeah. And you wow. did. And you did. So and, we and did. What's good and we is- did in 2018. Okay. So so what's the commitment then? Do you, you have to commit to staying at a park? Uh, before we talk about what you, the actual job is, uh, do you have to commit to staying there for a certain amount of time? Yes. Okay. Yes. And now and some parks what, are different. So, go ahead, Bo. Sorry. Yeah, you know, no, no, no. What's what's nice is, uh, you know, every good campground has somebody playing the guitar. Well, her husband, <laughs> John Gaynor, used to have the John Gaynor band here in St. Louis, played all the country clubs. So she's bringing along her own enter- entertainment factor to the show. Oh, and I certainly do. I force him every now and then. <laughs> That's a good woman. Uh, so yeah, talk about what you guys do. Do you do you have that extra cup of sugar that somebody forgot, or the the hot dog tongs oh, we- that somebody forgot? We certainly do. We've lent out pans. We've lent out, uh, I remember uh, a guy desperate looking for a pot to cook macaroni and cheese for his daughters in. (laughs) But we also, we help take care of the park. Some jobs are different. Some you just do office work, like check in the campers, check out the campers. John rides around and does firewood and ice. And some places, like where we've been in Tennessee, which is kind of like a camp host, uh, vacation we discovered it's a small park and basically we are just here for what you just described in case anybody needs anything yeah yeah i mean i think that's fantastic and um, it, it really is yeah. it really it really is and it, to be honest with you gentlemen we need it more than now just because you can still see the good that's out there because campers relatively are good people yeah i mean we've been camp hosting now going on five years and twice in five years we've had to make an emergency call and that's pretty amazing yeah i mean it really is i I think maybe uh, some people who aren't experienced with camping may think of an experience they had maybe on a float trip uh, down the Hoosa or something. Some of those campgrounds get a little out of control at night. Uh, most of these places where people are hauling their campers when they're going to these state parks and all that, it's a very family atmosphere. I mean, it really is. Is that your experience, Sandy Joe? Oh, absolutely. That's one of John and mine's favorite thing is to get up early in the morning and sit out front and drink our coffee and watch all the little little guys get out before the parents are awake and they're riding their bikes and they behave. <laughs> I'm serious. They ride their bikes. They take their dogs on a walk. Now you get an occasional parent come out and go, oh, my God, where's my son? But he's usually (laughs) at the park, and John and I have our eyes on him. So it is. It's it's, And it's wholesome family fun. Yeah. That's awesome. Hey, Sandy Joe, um, uh, Mark is on his, Big Fish is on his second RV. Uh, Let let the people know, I mean, you're in it full-time year-round. Do you have like the Mac Daddy? What kind, can you describe the RV that you have, and, and what number RV is this for you guys? Well, uh, this is number three in five Mark. years. Number one that was with us the most time was an older RV, 
It was a Montana fifth wheel that um, we purchased from my nephew's wife's parents. <laughs> and unfortunately, it was totaled out in a hailstorm, and oh, it was the best oh RV ever. <clears throat> so uh, then we went. I decided that I kind of like pull-behinds or trailer bumper pulls, however yeah, you want to yeah. call it, more of a travel trailer. Uh, so we went to a travel trailer, and within the first week, we knew it wasn't going to work out because there's some campers that are meant to be lived in. And there's some that are not. <laughs> you knew so in a when, week. <laughs> oh, I knew in a week. I actually knew probably the first day we got it home, but it was what we generally <laughs> wanted. And I gave in and said, okay. So once again, good woman, right, Bo? Yeah, that's right. Oh, so what, yeah. what didn't you like about it? It was not made to be lived in full time. Okay. Um, there is something called a full season, I believe, or all season, mm-hmm. where you're going to have your extra insulation you're gonna have it's just they're made a little bit better better. than just a weekend warrior camper so right now we're in a we find found a pull behind and it's gorgeous i mean the inside of these things are (laughs) they look amazing and this one is held up we just went through the winter in tennessee and it was amazing so um i think we found the one to stick with for a while now so, so it's a campground in Tennessee, for example. How many months do you commit to if you're a camp host? Okay. Well, Tennessee is a lot different than Missouri. Okay. Missouri only wants you two months, two to three months at a park, and then they'd like you to move on. Okay. Tennessee, we've been here. This is our seventh month. Wow. Now Dang. we were supposed to leave in April and do a, but something happened, and I'm telling you what, we have a. 60-foot waterfall in our backyard that's within a five-minute walk. Uh, The campground here is only 24 spots, and they're all basic because up here we deal with climbers. I don't know if um, Missouri, if it's really hitting hard there in the last seven months or so, but climbing is huge here in Tennessee. You know, the climbing of these walls or the cliffs. Oh, the rock climbing, yeah. The rock climbing, yes. Rock climbers. We even had them in December when it was zero degrees. And we talked to a gentleman that was actually training to climb. I don't want to say the mountain because I'm not sure which one, but one of those big ones. And he was training here in the snow and ice for when he gets up to the top peak of the mountain that he was going to climb. Dang. I watched. uh, And how about, how about Florida? Your experience in Florida? Experience in Florida was hot and they have these, (laughs) These bugs that bite and make you bleed. <laughs> Florida was amazing. Florida was amazing. It was good. But John and I are not beach people. We learned that in Florida, that we like to be in the woods. We like more of a wilderness. We like the forest. Um, so Florida was good, uh, but it's really hard to get in there in the wintertime. Yeah, I'll bet. So unfortunately, we never were offered a winter gig, and I come across this one in tennessee and we've actually signed up for next year all right well uh sandy joe uh, always great to catch up with you thanks for replying to my facebook message because uh, I, I really wanted i really wanted to talk to you guys and catch up and uh and it's just such a unique situation i'm sure there may be one or two jobs like uh, being a camp host in other other states maybe but you guys got the corner of it in tennessee and missouri uh and you're in tennessee now when do you roll back to missouri Oh, we're on a countdown. We leave in six days. We leave Wednesday. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. We leave Wednesday, and we'll come back, and we'll do some state parks in Missouri through the summer and uh, through the fall. 
and then we'll come back out here next November. Get that air conditioner tuned up because it's starting to get oh. hot here, you know. Sweetheart, that's the first secret in RV. You better get the one with two of them on top, okay? That's right. That's just very, it's very right. That's very right. And Mark, that's if you're so having funny. problems with picking an RV, you give me a call and we'll talk about what you need to look for, okay? I will do it, Sandy Joe. I appreciate that. It's always good to get veteran advice. We we, we exactly, we'll look forward to that. Exactly. That is the camp host you want right there. Sandy Joe and her husband, John, uh, out uh, camp hosting. You may run into them. You just never know if you've got an RV like uh, like a big fish over here. Uh, <laughs> safe travels to you, buddy. All right. Safe. All right. Well, S- see you, Sandy Thank you, Joe. guys. God bless. And just, um, you ever want to talk again, just give me a call. We'll Sounds do it. Sounds good, darling. Sounds good. Thank you. All right. Well, okay. uh, it's RV-centric uh, kind of show on uh, on our show today. Hope you enjoyed it. I mean, what a dream, right? What a dream job to have. I'm counting uh, on you, Bo. Did you see the number of fingers I held up here? Yes. Six. What is it? Six what times you've used Big Fish today. So I, I, <laughs> oh, I, I know that you're taunting me because no, no, I no, no. <laughs> told you what. It's a term of endearment. <laughs> it, I'm, I'm serious. Okay. All right. All right. I, I've, I've learned my lesson, but uh, that's okay. Um, if in it case brings you up bad the, memories, no, I'm not going to no, do it no, again. No, no, no. In case you missed the show last week, I, I, I made the mistake of mentioning that when I was a kid, my CB handle was Big Fish because my grandfather was Kingfish. Yes. On the CB. So I so wanted brought a tear to my similar. eye just right there. I know. Go I back know. and podcast that on the Odyssey app. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You <laughs> yeah. can find last week's episode. That's good. And stuff. then you can make fun of Mark like Bo has been doing this week. <laughs> okay, it's okay. So my, let no, me just, no, let, no. Let, let me just reveal my nickname was after a dead dog. Okay. That's kind of, seriously. Like Deputy my Dog. My sister. Okay. So, no. Uh, Butch was the name of the dog, right? Okay. Uh, Died days before I was born. My mom walks in the house with a bundle of joy. My <laughs> sister called me Butch from that day forward because she thought puppy. I was the dog. Oh, nice. Nice. All right. <clears throat> Butch and the Big Fish here on uh, <laughs> Second Member Radio and the Great Outdoors. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Great show. Have a great weekend, everybody. Thanks for listening. Share this podcast when it's a podcast because uh, we need more listeners, of course. We'll see Mark. you next weekend on uh, Second Member Radio and the Great Outdoors. Have a good one. See you, boys. Gee, that's better. Mata fada, kindly disregard this letter. Get more at 971talk.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.